Welcome to another episode of Building a Beautifully Imperfect Business. I am your coach, Lauren Kane, and today we're going to talk about failure. This is the topic that comes up in my life personally so much and has been a personal mission of mine to work on. I am a recovering perfectionist <laughs> and reason for this podcast. Um, And it took me a long time to get comfortable with failure, like a long time, like 38 years worth of time to get comfortable with failure. And I really had over the past year or so really had a lot of revelations about embracing failure and how actually failure is perfection. And that is one of the ways that we are perfectly human is that we fail just like we breathe air. We, you know, need food to nourish us. We need water to drink. We need failure to actually be truly, truly successful. I don't know one majorly huge successful person in my life or in the big world stage that has not had failure, that couldn't talk to you about failure. And so I became really curious about failure and, um, you know, why it has, it it is really an F word (laughs) for so many of us and why it makes us so uncomfortable. And I was really curious, you know, with my son, I, you know, all the times you have to practice more and it's okay that you can't get something right the first time or the 10th time because you need to practice it. And every time you practice, you get a little bit better. And recently, a really good example of this was he had a bike that he, we had gotten for him about a year ago and he had his tonsils out, um, a year ago and, um, which were causing a lot of health issues for him. And one day he, the, the road to to recovery was about a month long and it was painful for all of us, um, especially him, but it was really a long road to him not being in pain. And one day he said to my husband and I, he was having a good day and he said, I want a Spider-Man bike. And at this point we were so tired and felt horrible that we had gotten him this surgery. Like the guilt was real. It was the guilt trips that we laid on ourselves for, for, for getting him the surgery were pretty, pretty tough um, during this time. And we were like, Oh, you want a bike? Okay. And you're feeling a little better today. And, and, and you want to go outside and you want to do something. Okay. We're going to go get you a Spider-Man bike. And I went online and looked up the, the local Target had a Spider-Man bike and I showed him a picture of it and that was the one that he wanted. And I was like, okay, we're going to do this. And he already had a Spider-Man helmet. He has an obsession with Spider-Man. So I was like, okay, we're, we're going to do this. And he got the bike and was so excited and we got it home and we didn't have to really do much to put it together other than like to put some Spider-Man decals on it and the basket on the front. And we were all excited for this bike. And he got on it and was ready to go. And he started to pedal and he was doing really good. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's doing it. He's doing it. And of course there's training wheels. So, you know, we had a safety net there, but he was doing it. He was doing, he was doing it. And then he couldn't figure out how to break. 
we couldn't get him to like work on the motion of braking. And he went into a little bit of a ditch. He didn't hurt himself too bad, but he hurt his ego. His ego was bruised. And <clears throat> he wouldn't ride the bike on the street after that for a long time. He, we would take it up to local tennis courts where no one ever really plays tennis and, and ride the bike around. And he would still struggle with, with braking, but he kind of just, you know, it wasn't his thing. And so he, 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 we kept saying, you got to practice. You got to practice more. The more you practice, you'll get there. You'll get it. And he wasn't ready. And it took a year of him sort of being okay with getting on the bike. And every now and then we'd go up to the tennis court and he'd pedal around and, but he would, you know, get on it, but then he'd get frustrated and he would throw it aside and get really angry at himself. And I could see that anger in himself that he wasn't able to get it. And that broke my heart. It's so hard as a mother witnessing your child not able to do something that they want to do so badly. And all you can do is let them know that you're here if they need anything. That I can't pedal the bike for him. I can't teach him how to brake. And I've got to trust that the training wheels have him and that, you know, he's going to be okay. If he falls off the bike, it's just bumps and bruises. And about three weeks ago, he said one day, I want to, I want to ride my bike to school and his school is around the corner. So it's not that far away. And, um, he tends to be, my husband takes him to school and he tends to be a little bit more brave with my husband than with me. And so he got on the bike and he pedaled and he broke, you would use his brake. Like we were testing him and he was no problem. And he rode to school with my husband. No problems, no problems. He was breaking almost like a champ. And he, like, it clicked for him. One day it just clicked. And over the past um, couple weeks, he's been riding his bike to and from school every day. And the hills are really hard. He hasn't been able to master, like, getting up the speed to get up the hills yet. So he's still fumbling a little bit. But it really made me wonder, you know, if he had quit, like, completely quit three months ago or six months ago or nine months ago or the day he fell in that ditch, he wouldn't be riding a bike right now. And yes, I know at some point he will, you know, as a kid, it's inherently he'll be riding a bike, but he wouldn't have been riding a bike today. And he kept going. And I thought to myself, you know, this is something that we do with children that we, we nurture them and we stand back and we let them fail. We encourage failure because they get to learn. They get to learn. They get to learn how things work. They get to learn how they work. And, and it's good for them to know that they're not going to get it right the first time. And why don't we do that to ourselves? And why don't we give each other as adults the space to do that? And it's really, really curious, right, that we don't welcome failure. And why don't we welcome failure? Why don't we welcome failure? Is it because that somewhere along the line we were told that failure is not an option? Failure is always an option. Actually, I would dare to say that failure is maybe sometimes the option you should go for. Because, and this, you know, I think will shock you that I just said that, but because you learn so much more from your failures than you do success. If you think about it, if you tried something, got it right, right out of the gate, what happens? Oh, I got this. 
I know all the things. I did this. I did it. It's amazing. I accomplished the world. <clears throat> but you didn't learn anything. What'd you learn? Now oh, that you, you got it right the first time. If you failed and got it right on the second time or the fifth time, or the 20th time, each time you went back and tried, you learned something. You learned something about yourself. You learned something about what you were trying to do. And in terms of your business, most businesses are not successful overnight. There are are a handful, but most are not successful overnight. And most take a lot of time to, to gain the momentum and the recognition that is is now known of their business. It's not something that happens in day one, a year, five years, 10 years, 20 years, whatever it is. It's not something that's going to happen right away. They learn from their failure. And a failure doesn't have to be a huge thing. It can be little tiny things. You know, for me recently, it's running Facebook ads. So frustrating. But I learn something every time I do it. I learn something. And you know what's interesting is when I fail at it, and I'm not afraid of the word. To me, failure is not a bad word. It's not a word that I shy away from. I actually celebrate my failures. When I fail at something, when it doesn't go the way that I planned it to go, like a Facebook ad, I, my brain, when I make a commitment to not stop because I failed at it, my brain is actually constantly working to solve the problem. My brain is like, oh, okay, maybe we should try from this angle. How about this audience? What about this? And so I'm doing work on it in the background. My brain is doing work on it because brains love a puzzle to solve. And so if you you tell your brain, okay, I failed at this, I'm done, your brain lets it go. You might have a little bit of guilt because it wasn't what you thought it was going to be. You might have a little bit of shame. And, and, oh, the shame with failure. Oh, God, that's a whole whole other podcast that takes hours. Um, But really, truthfully, you know, when your brain has a problem to solve, it'll keep working on it and working on it and processing it. And then things come up and new ways, new plans of attack. And if one direction doesn't work, you try another direction. And it, it grows you and it grows your business. And think about your team. If you have a team, what they learned from that, that you don't shy away from failure. You don't shy away from mistakes don't shy away from the hard things. You grow from it. So my, my question to you and my call to action to you is what in your business is something that you failed at? And have toyed with maybe trying again, but weren't sure. And maybe you failed at it 10 times, 15 times. But what if the next time you try or the next 10 times that you try is the time? where you figure it out. So when we tell ourselves as kids that, you know, or, or we tell our kids that practice makes perfect, what if failure makes perfect? And what if failure is, is our practice? And what if you keep going and keep trying? And every time you do, you, you learn something new and you thank those learnings and you welcome those learnings. So what if next time you shift your mindset of failure is always an option for me. I actually look forward to it. 
and I welcome it and I am not going to be shamed, ashamed of it. I'm going to embrace it and I'm going to cut myself slack because I know that actually I'm learning something amazing and I'm going to do something amazing through all of this. So my call to action through my sniffles and my head cold um, is for you to try something that you have failed at and it has been nagging at you to try again. Because for every business owner, there is always at least one thing that you're like, I wish I had done that differently. And if you could go back and do it again, what would be different? If it could have a different result, what would it, what, what could it be? And what, what did you learn? Thank you so much for joining me today. And I look forward to talking to you on the next podcast. See you later.